So I made a mistake when I started recording this, and I did not plug everything in. So the first 12 minutes or so of this podcast is going to sound like shit, but then the quality will drastically improve. I apologize for this. I hope you uh, listen. And if you want to just skip ahead a bit, I won't be offended. So Josh isn't here tonight, and that always makes this difficult. Yeah. Strap in, boys. It's going to be a wild ride watching Rick stumble over this. (laughs) Fuck you guys. Probably don't look at him while he's doing it. (laughs) I appreciate that. (laughs) Well, I'm Rick Fox. I am an author here in Nashville. And what's all this ruckus? Uh, I'm Brian. I'm an illustrator here in Nashville. And I inspired a bunch of neckbeards. And we're opinionated. And tonight we are trying to kind of keep up with our bite month theme, uh, even though Josh could not make it tonight. Uh, we didn't want to do one of our main picks, so I just picked something that is sort of on theme, but also I thought would give us enough to talk about to fill up the time. Uh, Underworld came out in 2003. It it has a score on IMDb of 7 out of 10, I guess. Wow. I don't, yeah. Uh, It stars Kate Beckinsale, Scott Speedman, Shane Broly, Michael Sheen, Bill Nighy, and many others. How long after the Matrix? I think I'm trying to figure out, in regards to the Matrix, when did this come out? I think the Matrix was 99. Let me look. The Matrix. Yeah, 1999. Yeah, so, you know, three years. That's enough time for people to go, hey, we could do this with vampires. But still within the window of leather cool people. Oh, absolutely. I mean, I was 13 when this came out, so I would be perfect age. Right. I would have sworn I was like 15 when this came out, but maybe that was like the second one. I was 15 when this came out, so you were about 15. No, I was 13. I thought you were only a year younger than me. Uh, Whatever the year is, I am that plus 10. Oh, well, either way, I should probably do the summary of the thing. Celine, a vampire warrior, is entrenched in a conflict between vampires and werewolves while falling in love with Michael, a human who is sought by werewolves for unknown reason. It's <laughs> not a high bar, but you're right. How many um, of these are there? Three? There's, there's a bunch. There's like five now. They kind of blend together because I started thinking to myself, like, okay, this is Underworld and not Resident Evil. Mm-hmm. I don't know why, but I start to like blend those together. Yeah. Very, I, I absolutely like the protagonist is pretty much the same person. Yeah. Right. And she gets more powers as the series goes. Right. It's just in this film, it's like they took the main character from The Crow. And it's a woman instead of a man. <laughs> it kind of is true. I, same I, haircut, same build. I feel like. The, the all right, but I'm not attracted to the guy. In the, I'm not attracted to the guy in Crow. So oh. that's okay. Fair, but still, <laughs> <laughs> no. Kate, Kate Beckinsale is unreasonably hot in this movie. That's basically the only reason that I remember it. I think that and uh, Curtis. At, I was at, about to yeah, say, like that's why I he would, yeah. all of the clothing of it. Yeah, exactly. Specifically, her hair. The color, the texture, the length of it. I don't know. They just, whoever did like the makeup and hair for this, just absolutely hit it out. Did she okay. have greasy hair in this, or was it? I like, think so. Oh, it's okay. a little but bit, yeah. I don't know. Like, once like the fight scenes start, what's greasy and what's just like, hey, you've been in a fight tonight. <laughs> yeah. Frazzled. Because every fight happens halfway in the rain in these movies. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and also, like, what's just like part of the, you know, Matrix knockoff. You know, yeah. just thing that you got to do. Like, that's just that. I feel like it's like Trinity. If she didn't like slick it back her hair, she would have this hairstyle. Yeah, but I have that. 
I don't know what it's called, but it's like empathetic or sympathetic. Like if someone has something on them, I can feel it as though it were on me. So if someone has really greasy hair, <laughs> you I feel, feel like you're greasy. Yeah, yeah. I don't like that. That sounds miserable. Yeah, I, don't, I would not want that. This <laughs> <laughs> was the golden era of the Kesslers. Yes. Yes. I am one sad that that era stopped by the time that I was able to well, afford a to duster. Be fair, and two, normal people don't look good in dusters. And two, cool I am also look cool in <laughs> I am also sad that I am too short to wear a duster and not just look like a short guy in a normal coat. It's like putting a uh, a matte paint job on a Ferrari. You look at the paint and kind of damn, I should totally do that for my Honda Civic. Yeah, and then, and then yeah. You do and it looks- and then it's like, oh, it was the Ferrari. <laughs> right, yes. Anything looks good if it's a Ferrari, yes. yes. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's been a while since I've seen this movie. When do you guys think the last time you guys watched an Underworld movie was? It was probably with you and Tommy and them at some point. You think so? Yeah. I've watched it. Yeah. I've definitely watched it since childhood, but yes. it's it's been a minute. I was late teens, early 20s. Right. At top, it's most definitely been a solid decade. Yeah, I could see that. I think that's probably true of me as well. I mean, I've I watched several of the sequels. I think I know I watched two. I think we you and I went to go see yeah. two in the theaters, Brian. Um, I think I at some point watched the third or fourth one, whichever one brought Celine back with a daughter. I watched that one, and it was that was the point where it got so bad that I was like, all right. Even the hotness of Kate Beckinsdale yeah. was not enough to bring me back for another of these. It, it did a similar thing that the Resident Evil movies did to where, like, they glommed onto the main character and, like, rig out the, like, hybrid cool guy who was, like, half vampire, half Exactly, like, yeah. We don't need him. Let's just give her, like, psychic powers and, like, <laughs> be able to also turn into a lizard or something. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, I think... I think a part of that was definitely just that they did not think this through at all. They were yeah. just like, hey, let's throw some cool shit on the screen. What, and you mean that they didn't write this movie intending it for, for it to turn into half a dozen subsequent films? I mean, I think they definitely did intend for that. They just didn't plan it out in any meaningful way. They were probably very happy when they're like, oh, we can make more of these and people will pay us money? Yeah, okay, we'll do that. At this point, this was very big in the scene of like, like AMVs, but for regular movies, like everyone would be like, <laughs> let me put on my cool emo music or my cool like right. rock rock and music with these. Yes. How many yeah. of them? My Chemical Romance, I'm sure, features a oh. lot too. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. You could, it, it was copy paste. Like you could just take any of the songs and put it over the same video or someone and it would hit all the same beats. Yeah, I'm sure. 100%. That was a particular subgenre that was fucking everywhere back yes. yes i back before they had like you know the link for a video essay they they needed to do a lot of those I well think. originally people would have to make them on fucking fogo bucket or something so you could put <laughs> it on the front of your myspace page that's right i had forgotten about that good lord this whole movie is kind of a nostalgia blast for me yeah. um but yeah it's been a minute since i've seen it so why don't we go ahead and get in there and start talking about it after we have actually seen the movie um i don't know how josh does this Every, Every time. <laughs> I mean, I can see it just fine from here. <laughs> just it, just know where to go. <laughs> it just doesn't help. Um, Again, we can just spice him in. <laughs> <laughs> you can put a like, weird echoey filter on so it's like a ghost telling it to you. If I can find that, I will do that. And if not, well, here's Josh, guys. And in a minute, we'll be back <laughs> more after we watched Underworld. war itself had become more perilous. The weapons had evolved. 
our orders remained the same. Hunt them down and kill them off, one by one. They are the immortal damned. One family lusting for power and wealth. The chain has never been broken, not in 14 centuries. Another driven by revenge. Soon we'll defeat the vampires on their own ground. this human. He's attractive. I can't be positive, but I'm beginning to think the Lycans are following him. Hold on, Michael. Why are they after you? Who are you people? You're in the middle of a war that's been raging for the better part of a thousand years. A blood feud between vampires and Lycans. Werewolves. Decision must be made. Why did you bring him here? You saved my life. Between an oath sworn centuries ago. Her human. He's not a human at all. He's a lichen. And the power. There can be no such union. Greater than vengeance. You'll be lucky if I can convince the Kaisal to spare your life. Absolution will be yours the moment you kill Michael. Hopefully our uh, audio quality didn't just drastically improve from what it was at the very beginning of the podcast, <laughs> but maybe it did. And if not, I blame Josh for not being here to do all the stuff that he does. So he, he should be here. Yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah, no, I feel like this movie is it could use the kind of like self-importance that I feel like comes with a lot of Bible quotes in your in your movie. You know, sure. it, there really wasn't a lot of uh, pomp and circumstance like I would expect for like. like like the Matrix. Like yeah, it's, exactly. It's very like, man, I'm so you cool. You mean being right up now. its own ass? Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Which I feel like this is up its own ass, but not in the same way. Not self important up its own ass, I guess. So if I remember correctly, this was made basically by some guys who were mainly into special effects. Like that was what their bread and butter was. I'm, I'm down with that. And so they got a chance to just be in the director's seat and write the story, and this was the story that they wanted to do. Yeah. And that's what this feels like. It feels like guys who have not really done a lot on the story end, but a lot on the special effects end, mm-hmm. yeah. getting to play with some action figures and mash them together, but not really knowing how to like actually set a scene or do any world building. Because sure. there's a it lot. It looks of, really good yeah. from the outfits to the special effects, where these people are transforming into werewolves. Mm-hmm. It's really impressive. Yes. But the story that they are telling is one that is incredibly forgettable. Yes. You know, there are some elements to it that I like. Like, I like the idea of the, the elders taking turns just so there's like no infighting between the elders. Or right. Like, that is an interesting detail. I, yes. would, I would really like it if they had figured out why they did that before they actually got to that point. Yes. Because, like, it really definitely needed that. 
because that's a that you're right. That is a cool idea, and there are certainly ways you could come up with to like make sense of why they would do that. Yeah, like I would I would prefer it if like the vampires were getting so old that their bodies were failing, and so they needed like long periods of rest in between, yeah. and so that's why they decided to start doing this. I I bet they had those ideas. I don't know why they didn't, because there's no reason they would have just been like, let's put these guys in the ground and have them come out sometimes. I mean. I think there is a reason, and the reason is, hey, I've got an idea for a cool waking up a vampire scene, and we need a reason to do it. I guess. It could make for a really interesting prequel if there was a story behind this one that explained why they have this cadence where they take Mm. turns, and that they tried not to do that, and that like they're immortals, and so they can't kill each other, but they are always wasting time trying to kill each other because they can't get along. Yeah. I think that would make sense in a movie where we didn't see one of two of them die. Like, right. Well, he was in, in his mythos to where they can't be killed by, sure. at least by each other. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think that could work. That could be interesting. I also really wish that there was more structure to the, uh, to the, to the werewolves. Like, I feel like they yeah. have a sort of, they follow, they follow Lucian, the end. Exactly. And, and there's only like two of them that stand out. There's the Nazi doctor one that I'm not even sure is actually a werewolf. And that's true. Who's certainly named Hans. Oh, of course. <laughs> yeah, I think it's like Sturgis or something like that. But he should have been Hans. Right. Um, he but has yeah. two names, like m- most people. Hans <laughs> Sturgis. Yeah, you just got to separate go. them with a Vaughn. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, but you, I, I really wish that it felt like there was more of a, a sense of what is going on between these two. Because it kind of opens up with like, we were in a cold period of the war, which is why I'm about to shoot a whole bunch of fucking werewolves right in the yeah. face. Right. <laughs> but, this, is, this is a very normal thing. If this were war this would be crazy this is just every saturday yeah. kind of thing <laughs> right so <laughs> much just of this water ride of the subway and there's another fucking shootout well I, <laughs> I have to assume that they were in a cold part of the war period or comma but then right now war maybe right. i i think that part of the problem is that this feels a lot like a lot of uh amateur writing to me of like yes. these guys just don't really know how to really set the scene don't know how to i feel like this story was thrown together at the last minute in a i lot don't of even ways. think it was thrown together at the last minute i think it's just not done like it's like everyone who has their own idea for a game or anime like so picture this it's bleach but with pokemon <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's like they storyboarded it based off of what will be cool and try to figure out how do we tie this together yeah yeah they've got pictures on like needles and they make the thread in between after they put the pictures up there. Right. Mm-hmm. you yeah, want to have sure. a scene like that when they go into the office in the first matrix and they have the shootout in the lobby you mm-hmm. want to do that but it's going to be in a subway station yeah. right and they've got all these like set pieces of like oh there's dozens of vampires just hanging out doing doing vampire, vampire shit, shit. Right. Yeah. but we're not gonna focus standing on that. around and looking mm-hmm. cool and, and it's gonna be in uh, a mansion yep. and it's gothic style exactly of course and everyone's all in black because right. you know vampires and all the werewolves are bikers or lumberjacks <laughs> yeah they don't really have a, a downtime That's, biker jacks they they needed a a more like concise Which they get identity. more into it later like in the other movies but we need that now yeah for sure but the other thing that i really wanted from this movie is like for the vampires and werewolves to feel more 
distinct in terms of what they're doing in the world because yes. there is definitely this like okay they're fighting each other but like what are they doing on their downtime like i mean we know that the vampires are doing well because they own big blood pharmaceuticals and shit but i don't know about werewolves exactly right. which implies that there's whole this whole like legal machinery behind what they can do and yeah. like all of this other stuff so you would think they would need like other non-vampires who aren't just hanging around the the like vampire mansion sure. being like all manning vampire. the front desk in the middle yeah. of the day yeah stuff like that i want to i want to know more of the like wider world world of this and instead of giving me like tantalizing hints about it the movie gives the extreme impression that these guys just did not think of that shit at right. it's, all it's weird. like we never see the sun mm-hmm. we never see like what they have to do during it's raining the day. all like, the time exactly does celine have a coffin does she need a coffin we right. don't know what are the rules for vampires do they, yeah. is it anything besides like there's sunlight that will kill them like do they have any like garlic thing she, yeah. the only superhuman thing she does in this movie is jump she can jump stuff? good twice mm-hmm and she can land good. She's not super fast. She's not like... She is, she's just a human that shoots. <laughs> right, yeah. And I get the impression that like we're supposed to like take that some of those things as superhuman. But yeah, she definitely doesn't like like flaunt her superhuman like, yeah. abilities. Well, none she's of got the them vampires do. They're just people in leather with guns. I feel like, I feel like Victor does a little bit. Like, well, you know, there's that... Well, Victor is like the end game boss. He is uh, yeah. the exception that proves the rule. Except what he it, just like grabs people by the throat and picks them up. Yes. And then we'll like have his haymaker punch and either that takes you down or it doesn't. Well, the I I I keep thinking of Victor for some reason as what what's the other guy? Marcus, the guy yeah. from the next movie. Marcus. I always think of them as one guy for whatever mm, reason. Okay, gotcha. I what I really think this movie needed was for there to be like way fewer vampires. Like there like yes. have there be like 10 vampires total, but they have tons of human flunkies. So the human flunkies can go up against the werewolves and yeah. just get torn to pieces. And then when the vampires ride in, you can have them be the uber badasses that like kick ass and then you go, "Oh, okay, there's the matrix yeah. moves that I can do." Plus it also makes sense that vampires will have more thralls than werewolves would. Exactly. So but the we werewolves don't get you know, any of the martial arts in this. There's hardly any at all no. right it, like this goes to show you what the matrix would have been if they d- hadn't had all of the kung fu components exactly yeah. it's For just people sure. in leather shooting each other and it's not really that interesting but this also sold a lot of money sold a lot of, made a lot of money <laughs> sold a lot of product tickets made well yeah but tickets. they sold like leather and shirts and Did shit because i don't yeah. know oh oh yeah i mean i don't know if it was brandy but like this probably put Hot Topic on the the market, <laughs> the market at that yeah. point. Yeah. If if uh, if if the Matrix had not already done so, this at least yes. fueled that fire. Yeah. Right. I could see that. It, I'm surprised this doesn't have more merchandising, and maybe that's why this is kind of like faded as time has gone on. If like there's just not a lot of. I mean, when you put Underworld in that whole page on whatever streaming service you were on, there were several different iterations <laughs> of this movie. I mean, there's like seven Underworld movies. I thought there were three and maybe like a series, a TV series. Mm-hmm. I think there's just a whole fucking bunch of movies. Well, and- it's weird because we talked about when we were sitting down, at least I mentioned how I feel like Resident Evil and these movies are are just kind of the same thing. They're more very or less. parallel to each other. But, yeah. the, but the thing is that Resident Evil is actually based on a video game. Yeah. And this feels like this is a series of films that need a video game adaptation. Yes. Like yeah. a, a tie-in to like a modern Castlevania game or something I like that. I that, yeah. I'm sure a game had to be made from this that was Somewhere. really shitty. Like, I mean, fucking the Catwoman movie got a game. <laughs> yeah, if that got a game, surely this got something. Um, I'll, I'll maybe look that up here in a minute. But like... I think that what it's missing is just like it's because it doesn't have any of the answers to those questions of like yeah. what's the world building here. Right. It just I, leaves you wanting more and it's not that they are like failing to 
or not failing, but it's not like they're holding themselves back from pulling the curtain all the way back because they're leaving you interested in what is this place really like in a way that they don't actually have to fill in all the details. Yeah. Your imagination starts to kind of fill in those gaps for you. Yeah. Like, the, no, that's not what's happening here at all. There's just nothing behind that curtain. Yeah. Well, they, they were ballsy enough to, like, end this on a, like, definite, like, there's going to be a sequel if we can afford it. And apparently right. they could. And they got to pull something else out of our ass, yeah. like we did this entire two-hour runtime. So apparently, mm. uh, there are five films currently. Sure. They, they are still talking about making yet another one. Um, but there was uh, also a short film and at least a video game. So I knew it. Also some comics, but they, I guess, didn't do well because there's like, they're in 2003 to 2005 and then one in 2008 and one in 2017. And it looks like they're just like the, the like novelization, but the comicization yeah. of the, of the movie. Sure. Whereas so. I feel like with this was going to be a video game, it would basically, and if it was done well, then it would be Devil May Cry. Yeah. Yes. That, that would be the best ver- possible version of this. You guys remember that, I think it was on PlayStation 2 era games. You were like a female vampire chick. I think you had red hair and like sword on, like you had swords on your arms like crosses. Do you remember that game? That sounds vaguely familiar. It was kind of hack and slashy like that, but there were like stealth elements in it. Okay. It was around the time vampire games were really big. Sure. Hmm. I think that for me, the thing that holds this movie together is kind of Kate Beckinsale. Oh, I mean, yeah. And the thing is, though, it's not because she's particularly good. No, she I mean, she's hot. So that, that helps. Like, I, I want to pay attention to her. And she has a British, British accent. She's and that helps. Well cast. Yeah, yeah, exactly. She I feel like the problem is not that she's bad in this movie. It's that the material does not give her anything to do except walk around and brood. Yeah. And like, that's what you want your vampire to do. <laughs> but not run after land. Only walk after land. <laughs> right. Yeah. Um, what I think this movie needed for her is so it's got it's got the like bare bones of a character arc yes. for her of like her becoming disillusioned with this whole idea of becoming of being a vampire enforcer and all that. Right. But the problem is that it's so threadbare in terms yes. of like what the steps are because it's like ninety percent of the movie she's just going around staring at stuff and be like, oh, this what's happened. going on here? Exactly. This guy that keeps trying to hit on me is 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 he actually a bad guy? Yeah, I don't even think he's trying to hit on her. He's just like, you belong to me. We belong to Because like, when people hit on someone, they're like trying he's to win them over. He's going full breakfast at Tiffany's. Yeah. He absolutely thinks she like, is already into him or whatever. <laughs> he is, he's, he's skipped the step of being a boyfriend and just gone straight to being the abusive boyfriend yes. without actually being involved with her at all. And he can't right. seem to figure that out, which is bizarre to me because clearly these two have known each other for like 600 years because this guy is like, uh, yeah. is, is, is what's his name's, um, right hand man. And, uh, yeah, Victor's right hand man. And like, it's, that's another thing. So they have this whole setup where there are three elders, right? Yep. And yet we don't even ever really see the one. Who, we don't see her have, have a single word. No, she doesn't. She yeah. does not say a word. Exactly. There's, she's just dead. Oh, Amelia. Amelia, the yeah. The, on the, one the, train. That's, the one that's alive at the beginning of this. You need her to have some sort of presence so that when she dies, we feel like this, oh, oh shit, what's going on here? Right. Yeah. Or at least to go down swinging because otherwise, like, what... How impressive are these elders if the entire train full of the council members who you would imagine aren't just the lowest of the low and also an elder just dead? I was originally thinking that like 
Victor was the outlier mm -hmm. where he's like the strongest of them all, like right. Celine said. But then like next movie, Marcus is like way stronger. Yeah, no. I'm going to assume Victor was like tired and didn't have good blood and woke up too early or some shit. I'm going to assume that they did not under have any plans going forward. They just did like, okay, it'll be cool if we do this. We yeah. do Victor is like... I think the uber vampire. Yeah. But I think that they didn't have really a plan for going forward what they were going to do. I, I'm sure they were not like, we're going to have the super vampire in the next one and the super werewolf that they have to fight. Yeah. And, and eventually it's going to be Dracula. Yeah, exactly. And so there's so many areas where it's clear they did not think through the implications of what they were doing right. or how the best way to set up what they wanted to to put forward was because i really like the idea of there is vampires who are really powerful and werewolves that are really powerful and then you combine them to get a like super powerful yeah. like crazy awesome super being but, but did, uh I can't remember. Does he have all the weaknesses of all of them combined, mm -hmm. though? No, he's just super awesome. Yeah, but he's weak to like Sun and Silver, though, right? I don't. I think he might be like a little bit, but I think it's lessened than than both of them. Ah. Um, but the the thing that I really need, though, if you're going to make him be the like Neo chosen one, which is who he's. I guess sort of cast to feel like because he's got the special superpowers and then get written out. He has go. He has no personality yes. besides having being the chosen one. Exactly. He has. They don't give him anything to do except run away and look like he's in pain. Like that's right. yeah. all he gets the entire and, like, movie. Flex his biceps. Yeah. And the reason is and that for they, some reason she kisses him. You guys remember her kissing mm -hmm. him and then like. Well, I think it was like. <laughs> getting his attention so that she could manacle him. She doesn't need to do that. She's a whatever. She's a yeah. vampire. But at the same time, I think I think they want to imply that there's something like increasingly going on there, but they're just not that good at it. Like they don't know how to do it other than, okay, he saved her life. So now obviously she's they in love have with to him. be in love. Yeah. yeah. And yeah, the other thing is that they keep pulling her away from him so that he can uh, go back and get she, that she can get more exposition, which yeah. is not what you need. What you need is to have the two of them together so that he can ask the questions so she can explain the shit to him. You don't need her finding this stuff out as yeah. they go along. You can have her piece together the, oh, Craven and Lucian were working together to do some bullshit thing as you go along. Sure. But the overall like like ideas of the entire story, that has to come together. The way I think you should open this is instead of having Michael be there to like go through this whole like they're trying to catch him thing yeah um they should have open with amelia like have this crazy fight scene have amelia be awesome and, and then get killed at the end of it and then later on you can kind of build from that of like oh what are the implications here are we going to go ahead and wake up yeah. marcus and then that's when she's like no we need victor victor will like fix this whole situation something like that sure i think would set the entire scene much more effectively and give you a better idea of like how powerful the really powerful vampires are if you have them just like throw dozens of werewolves at them and maybe there's some sort of like betrayal that happens to to get her you know actually killed so that way you've got you know it's not a fair fight that she loses yeah. like that could be where you see craven's betrayal instead of it just being something that you get his backstory sure yeah. yeah or you could see someone betray her and then like we don't later. know that it's craven exactly yet. although i feel like if craven's the way that he is in this movie we're gonna be going the I entire time not, it's like, craven <laughs> even when he wasn't betraying people he was still a piece of shit like it wasn't yeah. that usual like i'm the goodest guy there is uh-oh i was the bad guy the thing of it is is like so he's been like I guess put in charge of the entire operation or yeah. at least parts of it while Emil is there. Like maybe he's managing Victor's assets or something. It's not real yeah. clear, but the thing is he's such a dumb, stupid piece of shit yeah. the entire time that is baffling. Why Victor would ever have chosen them. He's constantly Both looking sides. for approval and mm -hmm. validation. He, the, he is, he is an emotional failure and he is a like, 
responsibility failure. Those are sure. two entirely different realms. You have to be good at at least one for Victor to say, yeah, right. this guy, let's put him in charge. Why Not Celine, who's incredibly one? competent. Why are and you badass. the second in command? Yeah. He should have been Victor's actual son, because then it would make sense to be like, I know you're a fuck up, yeah, but nepotism. you're my fuck up. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, that would work actually pretty well. Um, the. Uh, I also feel like we get the idea of what goes went down with Lucian's backstory way too early. I think that if you kind of spread that out and like initially you have him look like this terrifying monster as he's like tearing yeah. up the train and all that, maybe you kill some civilians in the same way or make it look like he's done that, but they're actually vampires or something. Yeah. You, you'd set up all this so that he looks like a monster. And then as the movie goes on, you gradually reveal, Oh, he's no, actually a pretty good dude. He's a good as dude. As far as this shit goes. Exactly. Or, I mean, you can, you can reveal whatever you want about him, but like slowly make that happen over the course yeah. of it. Instead of like, at first we're told he's dead. And then we see this guy that if you haven't seen, the movie before you don't know is Lucian so it's this weird like okay he's just another vampire it, it doesn't no, feel like another there's a werewolf another werewolf yeah it, it it is weird to me that they don't go out of their way to make a big deal of oh no Lucian is actually still alive look at that it's a big reveal wait we never see him transform yeah that's another thing that's odd like you would think that yeah. he'd have like some kind of special werewolf form yeah. he probably did and it was just like he got taking out too quick or i mean no no wait we do when in the flashback we see him transform when uh yeah, yeah but we didn't you know he, yeah. we didn't get to see him do good stuff that's true yeah i he, he really did need a fight scene with victor yes. like instead of that we random werewolf that like runs up and victor overpowers which is a cool scene yeah it would have been really cool to have uh lucian go up against victor yeah. and like, like pull out it's all fight the night stops. i want to hear like the boxing ding 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 yeah. mm -hmm. i want victor like victor to see him and go no guards i will do this myself i want him to go full werewolf but still have his like punching daggers on his wrist oh yeah that'd be <laughs> sick. yeah, yeah and just have victor rip him apart yeah. like you can you can go really over the top with the violence it's already rated r so like you can do some really crazy fucked up shit with that and i feel like there's just such a missed opportunity to go full creature feature monsters fighting each other in like some really gross and gruesome ways sure uh, I want like arms getting ripped off, all that stuff. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I want this to be like Baki level violence. <laughs> That's where you want to go. Uh, but anyway, back to Celine. I think that she, I think Kate Beckinsale does a good job of making her compelling. Um, and I don't think that's just because she's attractive. I think that she has a good way of like bringing what little character there is to this person yeah. out yeah. of that. She's the most rec um, memorable part of this film Absolutely. by far and um, i think that's because like we've already talked about how clearly the writing was not particularly well executed in mm -hmm. this film so it's more than likely that she came to the set and figured out all right this is what i'm going to do with this mm -hmm. and they were like yeah absolutely do that because they didn't have anything for sure and i feel like um bill nighy who was victor also must have done a lot of that himself he he and Celine, when they're on screen together, yes. they actually feel like they have the kind of relationship that every character in this movie needs to have. Yes. Um, I really enjoy their scenes of like, she's got this like deep respect for him, obviously. And he is, he cares about her, but in this like super prideful father yeah. way of like, he cares more about the organization, but he kind of maybe wishes he didn't. Yeah. And I love the way that, like, when he is, like, first awakened, he's, like, all this decrepit, like, weird monster thing, but he also just has such a commanding presence that anyone who comes into the room with him, it doesn't feel like they are, like, kneeling out of obligationary that. It feels sure, like yeah. he, they are actually terrified of him, and, and rightfully so. Um, even when he's doing his weird, like, chicken cluck thing, <laughs> <to> like, <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's really weird. Um, 
but yeah, so I I want more of those relationships. Like I really feel like you could build that kind of thing between uh, Celine and Craven. Of like you could come to understand like maybe they should be exes instead of like him having this weird possessiveness over her for no yeah. reason. There needs to be more than just he's it would have been less weird. Yeah, he's a weird douchebag and and it needs something else. And like, it also would have a lot of complications between her friendship with the blonde vampire. That's clearly trying to bang Craven. Like mm. you, you could do some levels there. There's, there's She's a the lot X. of, yeah, there's a lot of opportunity here and they just don't take like any advantage of it at all. Sure. You could also, I think instead, if you didn't want to do buddy cop, Celine and Michael of, of through the entire movie. So he's her exposition dump sure. machine. You could also just have him be put on the werewolf team and let them kind of explain their yeah. side to him. Like you could, that would be a fun way to play about That's things. That's kind of how it feels like they're going. Like when they start up the first 15, 20 minutes of a movie, it, like you see what's going on with the vampires, and, and you like, think the werewolves are the bad guys. Yeah, well, that from you like, perspective. You see like how they're making special bullets, and but then it cuts to like the werewolves pulling out the special weapons that were thrown at them from the vampires. So then it's like. It, it it made me feel like there wasn't going to be a good and a bad guy so much as just like this is the world each of them lives in sure. and they fight each other like it's like a two party Game of Thrones situation yeah or like to. like a Godfather thing like both are just yeah. vying for power but neither of them are really a good guy or a bad guy and I think you could re- I mean I think the most interesting way to do this maybe would be to just make them both super awful bad guys yeah because you basically have a group that are comprised of supernatural serial killers on both sides sure. yeah and. I think that you want to maybe avoid doing that so you don't avoid like so you don't have a situation where like there's no one the audience wants to root for. Yeah. But it also could just be an interesting story to tell a super dark version of that where it's like, oh, yeah, everyone here is a complete monster. But maybe this one is an interesting monster. Well, to follow that's as what, we go like, it's not like they haven't been able to like Dexter and all that. Yeah. Like they know how to sell a monster and like make them compelling. Exactly. You you have Celine maybe like think that she's hunting down the werewolves and like, yeah, she occasionally she drinks blood. But like her Doesn't blood kill people. She or thinks her blood is cloned. And so she that's the only yeah. time that she does. She doesn't realize that like the other vampires in the upper crust that are aren't out fighting werewolves or like constantly having blood orgies or whatever yeah. they're doing in, in their downtime. We whatever they like do this. besides stand around. Yeah. yeah. Like that's, that's the other thing is you desperately need them to like fill have, out the world. Yeah. Or at least have an identity of like, these are their plans. These are our machinations. This is like what the vampires are. Their overall goal isn't just to get rid of the werewolves. That's, yeah. that's the side thing that they do. Cause they have to, cause there's werewolves out there and they haven't been able to stamp them all out. Yeah. Like it makes sense for the werewolves as the like terrorist lesser party type thing to it, make their entire identity taking down the the vampires but for the vampires if they're going to be in this situation where they've got this like they've got these ancient vampires that are like constantly ruling the clans you need a sense of like what the general gist of what they want is do they just sure. want to keep people from ever finding out is that why they're hunting down them like werewolves there's a lot you could you could grab into and like really draw out of that to to make a fun story mm-hmm. and while this is fun, it's fun because it's gun porn and, yeah. and and that sort of thing more than anything. If this were an anime, I would expect it to last way longer than it should. And it gets into like the fifth or sixth arc. And there it's, it's like the group of werewolf vampires versus the vampire werewolves. <laughs> yeah, I could definitely see that being the case. Um, but what do you guys think of Michael's final form? Like, I really wish that we had gotten to see him turn it's into a very full werewolf once. For me. Yeah. I, I like the transformation to where he has to go through one form and then to the other, like Super Saiyan 1 to 2, but I wish there was more werewolf in it, because it's pretty much 
all vampire to me except for longer claws. Yeah, it doesn't feel werewolfy at all. It yeah. feels like anything like maybe like some kind of demon type thing. Yeah, sure. It it needed like I guess some fur or a tail. Well, maybe, I don't know if they have tails. Maybe more of a muzzle than like the teeth or something. Elongated neck, like. They, it's just all like there's if you had told me he was a vampire just straight up i would have been like oh yeah that's a vampire yeah for me. sure so and you like, want there to be more hair yes the, or something more bestial like basically you want him to turn into bigfoot a longer <laughs> neck a more of a muzzle like anything that's not just humanoid with like an alien brown chupacabra guess. maybe yes. you, maybe you could go so the the werewolves in this look very wolfy like there's a little bit of human in there but like on the scale i wouldn't of, even say they're wolfy they're beastie for me but there's yeah. not a lot of wolf in it, there. it reminds me of the things from like bloodborne like those like yeah, werewolf yeah, what it reminds me of are the the wargs from the Hobbit movies. Yeah, like if those <laughs> things walked on two legs. Yeah. And so maybe you could make him more like the the traditional like deviant art werewolf where he's like yeah. got the obvious muscles and all that, but he's still yeah. got the werewolf head. I guess that's sort of the direction they go with the super werewolf in the next movie. Oh, yeah. Um, but at the same time, like I feel like you could use that here and it w- might be to your advantage. Is the next one the one where they have the werewolf brothers and like they go underground and one of the werewolves is like entombed in, in like a half sunken right. thing? Right, so, okay. so Marcus, Marcus yeah. and the werewolf you're thinking of are brothers. So they have the super vampire Marcus and the super werewolf nice. him. And, and and they kiss. They, I mean, they don't, but that would be interesting. You know, you could probably do some weird incesty stuff with some vampires and it would might it might work. You could go Slash Game of Thrones either. Vampires yeah. would yeah. never commit incest. <laughs> you don't Not think so? At, mm-mm. And all those 600 years, they most definitely found other things to do. <laughs> That's the one rule. Never within the house. <laughs> <laughs> That's why they're all so pent up. Yeah. Um, so I f- I'm, I'm somewhat struggling to, to come up with more <laughs> shit to talk about in this dumb movie. <laughs> we should have watched more AMVs and stuff. Yeah. Speaking of that, though, I really do like the final fight scene. There's, it could be a little better. I feel like this whole movie was based around the, one of them had an idea for this fight scene and they made the movie out of this fight scene. Like yeah. they backtracked from there. Mm-hmm. I really like the the way that Michael is like teleporting behind him. Yeah. I, there's something so anime about oh, that yeah. specifically. It's, oh, yeah. it's extremely well, I mean, like... They did the exact same thing in Interview with the Vampire. They did, but it doesn't happen anywhere else in this movie. So it feels very unique to him. Right. And it's I don't think even that happens in like a combat scene. Yeah. He's and just going he, to the light switch, even in interview with a vampire, I don't remember them ever doing that to other like vampires. Right. I remember it happening to like normal people basically, but not to, not to one another. Maybe like Louie would shut a door and Lestat would be like in the house, you know, playing the piano yeah. suddenly, but sure. there's time enough for me to believe that it's not like, it's not like this one where he literally stands up, is looking at him, the scene cuts and he's just behind him. Yeah. And I like how the, well, even the water he's on, has, he's gone. laying down, he sees his feet and then as he stands up, the, the camera is seeing his chest and then it looks over his shoulder and he's back there now. Yeah, right. exactly. Not a I, ripple in the water. Yeah. And like <laughs> if he could speak right now, he would be saying like nothing personal kid. <laughs> yeah. Uh, hundred percent and the only thing i don't like about that is that level of speed implies to me that he should just be ripping bill nighy apart yeah right. and i'd like it if they actually like just had him do that and just be his thing is like he's crazy fast now yeah but maybe bill nighy just like grabs a hold of his chest and he can't get away at that yeah. point and so he just beats the shit out of him that way there's i like the like levels he's got, of what's he going uses on his 
thousand years of experience to deal with exactly being overpowered, or at least overpowered in this one specific way. Yeah, yeah. like I, I think that would make it a much more effective scene. I do like though that Bill Nighy basically wins this fight because yeah. this movie has been about Celine. There's no way you could give you couldn't give her the final finishing blow. I really since- wanted them to do like a combo move rather than like <laughs> now I'm beat up now. Like Celine from the end to- of the Mario movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well that, but more like. I go, then you go, then we both go kind of thing. Like, right. Finish him with a double kick. Yes. I think a the, friendship. I think the ideal way you would have to do it is you have Lucian fighting uh, Victor so that he's like holding him off or that he thinks he's going to win this when he initially goes in, but just gets the shit beat out of him. And while he's doing that, that's when Celine is like giving There's Lucian. Lucian is the werewolf, the special werewolf guy. The, like, Michael? No, Michael's our special main character werewolf. Lucian okay, is the Lucian werewolf. is just a werewolf. Yeah, okay. he's the one that's like, ah, oh, yeah. you killed my dog. I killed used my to sister. be your boyfriend. Yeah, exactly. I want Lucian fighting Victor. Yeah, and like getting his ass just destroyed. Sure. I want Celine to be waking up Michael at that point by biting him, turning him into the super combination hybrid monster. Yeah, he goes in and starts fighting him. Does good at first, but doesn't have the experience like we kind of talked about yeah and that's when celine like gets over her decision makes her decision of like no bill and i kill my papa yeah oh yeah my papa killed my actual papa i better murder him sure um and and i think that you could make something really actually impactful that way if you really built that up because there is a genuine relationship between celine and victor and like that's what you need to like base this entire thing off of is take their relationship and and fix and build it out of that yeah and maybe you do that while having uh lucian who is you know maybe training or at least like bringing michael into this whole werewolf situation getting him up to speed yeah at least that and you parallel like lucian's old girlfriend with uh celine and victor's daughter yeah Yeah. there's there's a lot of stuff you can kind of grab in there and i kind of felt like they were touching at that when he was watching them through the hole and making his weird lucian face like i don't know why i'm making this face (laughs) yeah yeah he does have (laughs) you remind me so much of my old wife Mm -hmm. yeah i think that that which he never touches on at all he's never like man you look like my wife that is so weird we have the scene i'm glad you said that because we have this flashback of sonia Tied to a post. Yeah. Yeah. And they go back to it. And the the only thing we really get out of that is Lucian's origin story. Mm -hmm. And we don't ever learn anything at all about Sonia besides the fact that she was Lucian's woman Mm -hmm. and Victor's daughter. daughter. And played by the same... Was right. she played by the same? So. Yet okay. another person who is prominently featured in this film and yet does not have a single line of dialogue, just like Amelia. Yeah. Well, I'm sure they'll touch more on it in the several I mean, sequels. I, I mean, hope. Rise of the Lycan is that story. Oh, like, there's there the third movie is that prequel story. Oh, okay. Um, so, apparently, what 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 was the Cranus? Cr- Craven. No, 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 no. The blood Corv- Cronus. Cor- 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 Corvinus. Yeah, Corvinus. 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 Yeah. yeah. So, Corvinus was like... A superhuman whatever. Yeah. And then Just he a had, plague survivor. He had three sons, and one was bit by a wolf, one was bit by a bat, and one never got bit by fucking anything <laughs> in his life. Yeah. Or, like, maybe it's only with your, like, going through puberty and whatever you get bit by. It's got to be in a specific that. time. Yeah. Because yeah. I, I can't imagine he never got bit by a fucking mosquito or fleeing. Or a, <laughs> or a spider, yeah. perhaps. Yeah. Yes. 
And oh, that would have been great. Yeah. That's what I want. That There needs to be more wear things in this that aren't just wolves. There needs to be fucking yeah, wear everything. The idea is that the Corvinus, like his bloodline somehow like mixed with this plague and became stronger. So he's immortal, which he shows up in the next movie just to get killed somehow. So I guess he's not that immortal. Yeah, sure. Um, but yeah, you're right. It would be interesting if like his whole lineage is like all these things that are like sprouting off. Or maybe have the vampires like have been culling that line forever. Yeah. So the vampires like or the werewolves like break Michael out of something to like yeah. help him escape or something. Or they need to something. keep wear cats and you wear bears and you wear no. bats. You know what it needs to be? Michael needs to be like the descendant of the baby of Lucian and uh, Sonia. Like have they have her have actually uh, had the kid yeah. and then like have it progress down to him and he's their descendant. That would be an entirely and, uh, if he stayed as a main character and didn't get written out or killed or whatever he does. <laughs> yeah. They need to have him keep getting bitten by stuff and getting more power. <laughs> yes. But also then you could parallel uh, Lucian with Victor in terms of like father figures to these other two characters. Yeah, like there'd sure. be a ton of just interconnected things you could do there. Oh. And then uh, this... Underworld guys, let me write your story for exactly. you. <laughs> I'll come and then up with Selene has shit. a daughter and she gets to be a father figure to her daughter. I mean, that is later what happens, but yeah. I feel like she's, I think she's just like, if I remember correctly, she's not even really in that movie. She's just sort of like a the daughter a or MacGuffin. The, the daughter is just like a okay. MacGuffin. Because I was about to thing. say, by now, Celine is Celine's daughter is old enough to be the star of the next Underworld. You would movie. think, yeah, yeah. But then you also, I think, what it happens is in the first one, she's just a MacGuffin, and in the next one, it's just back to Celine, and she's like, "I sent my daughter away to I keep mean, her safe." Babies are often MacGuffins in movies. Yeah. It's not uncommon. It's keep unfortunate, though. Keep that safe. Um, I've stalled long enough. I'm going to go ahead and get into my final thoughts. Okay. This is going to be a short podcast, but that's okay. Just uh, play, just uh, put the recording at like 1.25 speed. People won't notice. Yeah, there yeah, exactly. Why are we talking so slow? Um, my favorite thing about this movie is Victor. Uh, oh, Celine oh, yeah. is, is really cool, but Bill Nighy has such a way of commanding presence when he is on screen. He really does... Even though this is a dumb movie and it's in a lot of ways a bad movie, he brings something out of his performance that elevates that to a level that I can take it seriously. Yeah. Without someone of his caliber in that role, this whole movie, I think, falls apart in a lot of ways. You need him as the big bad to be kind of the linchpin that holds all of this together. When he's decrepit and all that, he still has that presence. And once he's like fully back to his normal self and he is just like ripping a or smacking a, a werewolf to the ground yeah. casually, that really sells a lot of it. But it's really his acting that pulls the entire thing together. Um, I, I really love his performance in particular. And I want to talk about Celine a little bit, but I just, I got to give Bill Nighy the credit. He, I think he deserves, um, my least favorite thing about this movie it's just the lack of thought that goes into yeah. every single aspect of it. It's it's they thought of cool stuff and we're like, all right, let's put this on screen mm -hmm. and give it no more depth than that. And that's unfortunate because it's the backwards way to do things. Or at least it's if you do that, you have to give. Yeah, I was about. To, I'm fine with them doing it backwards as long as they make it all the way back to point A. Exactly. Um, and, and so this thing is just sort of a house of cards and any way you think about it, it just immediately falls apart. Right. Uh, Consequently, it's very forgettable. Yeah. Um, you, you need, I think at the very least to focus more on Michael as a character. That way you have him and Celine as, as two halves of this and you can have them kind of go on a journey together and you would really actually give a shit when she's like turning him into a were vampire at the end. Like that could be a culmination for the two of them, the way that, uh, Lestat to eating Louie is kind of a, a, yeah. a, a thing. Sure. Um, 
But yeah, overall... They had sexual tension. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, Wait, overall... There wasn't really any sexual tension Yeah, that's my movie. beef here. There's a lot of sexiness. There's not a lot of sexual tension. Yeah. Right. It's because like none of the characters really have chemistry. No, they don't. And it's because they're not characters. They're, they are action figures that these, these people are, yeah. are walking around and having them spout a Wikipedia article to, too. Uh, it, 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 I want to give this movie a higher rating. But it doesn't deserve it. It it's gonna get uh, two and a half weird drop threads about the werewolf somehow having a military connection that never comes <laughs> back in any meaningful sense. Yeah, well, I mean, I'm sure they've they planned out this whole storyline oh, until yeah. now, Rick. You don't even know. Definitely, they George looped the shit out of this. So, do you think when ChatGPT writes its first screenplay, it's gonna be better or worse better. than this movie? Better, because it's also yeah. got like story structure will be built into it rather than yeah, the story structure is built in there's a lot of people like working out the kinks whereas there's no one working out kinks for this yeah for sure i'm talking about if you just use a general purpose like large language model and tell it to write you a screenplay like it's going to hallucinate some weird stuff oh yeah i think shit will be weird there but i think overall it'll have more it'll depth. still be a better movie yeah. <laughs> i think I've, i have used chat gpt to do some like basic outlining ideas thing type thing sure and it, the stuff that it comes up with is extremely derivative and you have to like keep it on track a lot yeah. of like it will forget what name it used for what character sometimes mm. or it will repeat like the same element for every character over Description. and over again yeah, yeah exactly every character chat gpt comes up with has piercing eyes every single one uh but is that because all authors sound the same i mean maybe there's not a lot of really strong descriptions for eyes i think uh anyway <laughs> uh i i think that chat gpt could come up with a better structured story that would have like a more coherent like this follows the rules of screenwriting much more clearly sure but i don't think it would have the charm of this because this movie does have a certain amount of yeah, charm I mean, to it, me it, it moved a lot of people in its own way to like gig onto this train. Exactly. Yeah. It it caught the beginning of the urban fantasy wave. I think because I feel like Matrix was more geared towards boys to where this was more unisex to where like girls will get like everyone yeah, wants to be the now. Yeah. 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 For sure. Um. But yeah, Brian, what do you what are your ratings here? I I kind of am. The main thing I get from this is that I want to go and watch the other ones, at least two more of them to really like, to get, to re like, did I just remember this one as being bigger than it was, but I'm actually remembering two, or is, right. are they all going to be kind of shitty? Yeah. Because I kind of feel like that's going to be the case, but I can't, I can't say that. Your memory's giving you rose-colored glasses for these films. Yeah, it's turning all of the red flags just into flags. Sure. <laughs> I think the second one is better than this one. I after think that, so too. I think it falls. Maybe the third one's okay. I haven't actually seen the third one. I would like I think them it falls to give me that. a reason as to like why Victor is so much weaker than Marcus when he's supposed to be the strongest one. And I, he doesn't get demon wings or anything cool. That is one of the worst things about the next movie is that like as soon as Marcus is out, it feels like he's just a maniac. And yeah. you wonder like, how the fuck did this guy ever control any of the, the right. vampires? How is he one of like the three respectable elders? Mm -hmm. well, yeah. one I don't know them, what I'm talking about. I haven't watched this movie. One of them is like a weakling who doesn't have any dialogue and one of them has all dialogue and it's pretty strong but not as strong as like just like like someone who just like mid-matched but put use their dump stag and charisma so like they don't know how to lead at all <laughs> yeah yeah exactly but uh I, that's the only thing i can figure is that they well they don't wake people up depending on special situations they all take turns for you because i was gonna say like maybe yeah. he is their war guy to like 
that would be such a cool idea. So like yeah. they have every hundred years family. you have a war. <laughs> well, yeah. that's why like get rid of that. Like people go to sleep until it's their time. Like I am the peace vampire. Oh shit, war broke out. War vampire needs to wake up and I'll go to sleep. That would like, be each a- one of them is a horseman of the apocalypse essentially. Yeah. Oh shit, that'd I be am fantastic. fashion vampire. <laughs> you can wake me up sporadically in between both of them, and I tell you like now you get to dress as like cool Nazis. Now you get to dress as like hot topic people. <laughs> every time it's just leather. That's all you ever tell us to do. Because <laughs> well, like, the next hundred years we're gonna do collars and this one it seems like there's a hierarchy of outfit like the highest like thing you can get is a trench coat and like a cor- corset and spandex and leather but beneath that we see like lesser vampires wearing hot topic like a fishnet full body things mm-hmm. with like a weird little crop top and stuff but we never even get dialogue from them right yeah right. that or it's like the basic suit that you have for <coughs> vampires it's like the goth vampires and there's the punk vampires <laughs> yeah so i I like this, but it's one of those things like Heath Ledger's Joker where like I didn't appreciate what the, the spawn that came from this. Sure. <laughs> yeah. But I, I appreciate like I I will take this over Twilight spawn any day because like the broody is just different, yeah. I guess. Yeah. It's more tasteful if that can be said this is about the action twilight is about the like drama romance yeah and that's not the fun I mean, side the, of things the worst spawn i can think of other than like bronies are like <laughs> uh kingdom hearts kids if you ever had <laughs> knew a kingdom hearts kid just like watch some of the youtube videos it's like you can't there's like cringe stuff and then there's like this is beyond cringe stories like i right i could see doing that but i never did i'm really glad i never did that oh, Chase, i can only I'm imagine sorry. what <laughs> kingdom hearts fan fiction is like because the story in the first place is already nonsense yeah hey, it's hey, already hey. fan fiction. wait 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 the first one pretty solid story it has a continued it has a solid like through line it all works that one works I together agree. immediately after that it goes <laughs> batshit shitting well, insane they do the exact same thing as like the matrix and stuff to where like I don't know. I was doing Rule of Cool, but I had thought about that one for two decades, whereas this one, I've got four years to think about. <laughs> yeah, <Right>. exactly. 100%. <laughs> the same thing probably happens in the realm of authors. We're like, mm-hmm. I yeah. spent 20 years writing that book. Oh, shit. Now oh, yeah. I have to I, make a I, new book I made a deal year. for three, yeah. yeah, and I've got two years to pump out another one. But you yeah. just need to like think about all the books before you ever write any of them, I guess. I, I don't know. I mean... You, you have to learn to develop things in an effective way. That's sort of what I've learned from from my experience trying to write sequels and, and come up with new ideas for stuff. Uh, but most people, some, I don't have a timeline for that. I don't have a time yeah. limit for how to do it. So sure. that's that certainly helps. But yeah. So. The, the worst part for me is that I expected there to be more like time appropriate music for this movie. Mm, you wanted some more like emo butt well, rock? Well, because I've seen scenes from this movie hundreds of times in the form of amvs well not amv but like music yeah. fan music videos mm-hmm. then i'm like oh that there must be music like that in this and i'm assuming they had to put it in the sequels <laughs> like they had to it's at least by three hopefully hopefully uh, favorite nothing else it's all going to be music that's going to be in the cd section at hot topic oh yeah which we used to have back in the day kids <laughs> yeah do they not you used have to have to go anymore? I mean, I haven't been in a hot topic in the better part of two decades. I go and I'm assuming it's gone come, sometime. Yeah, I don't think they have. I don't think they have like CDs in there anymore. I think it's I, just. I like, guess that makes sense. Why would someone? Right, you'd have to have a cars CD don't player. have CD players. Yeah, it's like Harry Potter me- uh, merchandise, like uh, I mean, you anime can still, merchandise. You can still fucking buy t-shirts. records for like hipsters and stuff. Why can't you get hipster CDs? I like I, I really like the pop on the CD. Like you just you don't get that sound quality anywhere else. Yeah, I don't think that's the case. I think CDs <laughs> have like some of the shittiest quality. Whatever. <laughs> Betamax. There you go. Uh, favorite part of this movie. That is... 
I guess I I'm sure everyone had thought about it like a decade before this movie, but that they finally had the balls of doing like a a front line like this is a werewolf vampire. Yeah, I don't know yeah. when they will get like this is the know. first hybrid thing I've heard. I know it like Robin was talking to us during the movie. Apparently that comes up in Vampire Diaries. Oh, I'm sure it happens after this. But I, I think like, this is the first time it, it happened. You don't think it happened in like D&D before this or something like that? I I Officially. Can't. I'm sure like fans like people like I, I make my own hybrid. that's like it's part archangel, part demon, part werewolf, <laughs> part vampiring is fear of mummies. I, I feel like that is uniquely something to this. Like I don't huh. I can't think of anywhere else where that came up in any official capacity. And even in fan stuff, I, I'm sure that it like did exist. But I feel like this really pushed that in some I way. I think this definitely pushed. It. I'm just yeah. really surprised that we didn't come out in any game form or anything like that. before. maybe this. it did. But I, I, I do not. I'm not aware of any werewolf vampires that exist aware. out there. So we're drawing a through line that explains like, wait, I was thinking to myself that this pops up, the hybrid idea pops up in Twilight, but no, it's just your half human, half vampire, not that you're half werewolf. Which is yeah. a thing, because like Blade is like supposed to be half human, half vampire, because he was his mom was big and still the pregnant. Sure. Yeah. And, and I remember jokes. like we watched Vampire Hunter D, it was one of my recommendations a long ass time ago, and yeah. that whole idea is in there. Oh, I can't remember the term that they used Dampire. Dampier. 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 Yeah. That, that was it. It's similar to Devil Man, where it's like I have the body of a monster, but the heart of a human, or what? It's just right. like the human part of you is just that you're not killing shit. Yeah, exactly. But anyway, what's your what's your final rate? Oh, did you actually say your least favorite thing? Yeah. Okay. I don't remember what it was, but I said it. I'm okay. sure these people will remember it. <laughs> sure. Uh, but yeah, what's your what's your final rating? Two out of five. Uh, really nice sequin shirts. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Marcus's shirt was uh, very shiny. Or not Marcus, Cravens. Man, the names in this. Which one was Marcus? Marcus. Marcus is the, is the one that doesn't. Wake oh up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's sequel. Yeah. Marcus was sequel bait. Yeah. <laughs> so thinking about this film and my final thoughts, like I just didn't write down a whole lot because as we've been going on about at length, there just isn't a whole lot to really go on about. Quite frankly, the story. Like half-baked isn't even really the word for it. It's just that their methodology in crafting the story is they just did not go about it in a sensible fashion. And it really shows. Like the thing, like we were talking about how these guys are really good at special effects and the special effects in this are really solid. This is one of my favorite, like one of the things that I, I looked up on YouTube for like, I don't know, 45 minutes because you know what happens is um, like the best werewolf transformations yeah. in cinema. And this it's American Werewolf in London. Oh, of course. Right. <laughs> it is absolutely American Werewolf in London. But this film is going to be on that list because of the, 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 the time that they took to try to make it look convincing, even if they were at times relying upon CGI in ways that this was 2003 right. and we just weren't there yet. They did not do that for the, vamp the, uh, the werewolf transformations. And that was well executed. And I they agree. did a great job with the outfits. The, the scenes look really good. But like and talking about all of the minutia of the setting, when it comes down to it, the meat and potatoes, the, the center stage is just not all that interesting. Yeah. This is a really forgettable story, and it's full of forgettable characters with a few small exceptions. And it's... I don't know why they made a whole bunch of these things, but on the other <laughs> hand, it looks really good. Like this is the kind of thing that like, I remembered more about the watching the previews for the underworld movies. Like I think I enjoyed that more than actually sitting down and watching them. 
Yeah. Is they, they just kind of give you the highlights of there's Selena like shooting her guns in a circle and she falls through the floor and mm-hmm. she's crouching and falling and you see uh, Dark, not Marcus, but uh, Dark Marcus. Michael. The dark, dark you see Marcus. Dark Michael and like <laughs> they just kind of give you everything in a condensed fashion. When it comes down to it, this film just it really struggles to populate two hours worth of time. And if they had instead made it, I mean, there's not really a short story parallel like either you make a tv show they need or to, you make a full-length film they need to condense the uh backstory that they're using to pad out a lot of this and use that time to do more character moments or maybe to, just like uh call in the team four star guys and have them make a underworld a bridge <laughs> yeah <laughs> just like chop this down to 20 minutes but i will tell you why they made so many of these the budget for this was 22 million dollars it made ninety five point seven. Oh, I mean, Holy it's like Avatar. Cow. Like it, this sort of thing prints money. It doesn't. It's not about quality. It's what what people wanted at the time, and this is one hundred percent what people wanted. Yeah, people. I mean, it, it apparently was a surprise hit. Like how much it made. Yeah. But yeah, it's basically that they hit at the right time. They hit the right levels, and they gave people the the gothy silliness that they wanted. All the while just being complete amateurs. Right. When it comes in film crafting. Exactly. If you guys want to hear more of... Hey, I did not finish. Thank (laughs) you very much. I I did not mention my favorite, least favorite, or give a rating. Thank you. (laughs) I get so caught up in like listening to, okay, where do I get a good... Do I do the thing now? Yeah. (sighs) All right. My favorite thing about this movie has to be uh, Selena, who is... The actress is played by... Kate Kate Beckinsale. Kate Beckinsale. I can't tell you anything else that she's been in. Although she was a... a Click. She's kind of a... She might have been in Click. She's sort of a, a like British drama type... Wait, wait, wait! Click like Adam Sandler. But yeah, click? Was I she recognize. The wife in click? I th- recognize her face, and that's the only place that I can place. Of course, fucking Adam Sandler would marry her. She was in. in click. Hey, how about that? I remember her being really pretty in that movie. Why do you remember Click? She is, and she I don't know. That film has a. Wife, yeah. I hate Adam Sandler's acting, but for some reason, that story just like catches me in the feels. <laughs> I like the way it describes it in so on the like little summary part of her her Wikipedia uh it says you know it's got all these lists of like um of like f- actual movies that she made sure. and like really good ones and then it says she challenged herself by taking roles in blah 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 and click <laughs> <laughs> yeah I thought she did a great job this was outside of her comfort zone being yeah. a vampire <laughs> yeah uh my least favorite thing is this the fact that there's no substance to this movie whatsoever if I was to try to put my finger on my specific least favorite thing, I'm going to say it's the fact that Michael just, he's literally just, he looks pretty and he has muscles and he gets stuck. Yeah. He's the character that drives me crazy the most as I think about it right now. So all that stuff being said, it's entertaining in a way that makes me feel bad about myself. (laughs) So I'm going to give it uh, two unnecessarily deep voiced werewolves out of five. Which one had the deep voice? The the black guy at the very beginning. Like he just he, I mean, I have a pretty deep voice and I cannot come anywhere close. The guy that gets you like the, get, the yeah, shurikens yeah. in his chest. Yeah. The guy yeah, yeah, I know who you're talking I about. I feel like they must be using a voice modifier on him because it is stupid how deep he presents himself. And I don't know why. <laughs> like none of the other werewolves have ridiculously I think deep it's voices. Just him. Like it's just whatever he was before. Uh, it has nothing to do with being a werewolf. It's the fact that he is just a tank of a guy. Yeah, yeah. I guess so. Anyway. Well, 
if you want uh, more stupidly deep podcasts, you can get them <laughs> You did. What was your other one? I don't remember. It's <laughs> something about amateurs, in which I definitely am. Uh, if you want more of that, though, you can find us on our website at opinionatedpodcast.com. You can go check us out on Twitter at OpinionCast, where you can find the link to our Discord. That link will also be in the description of this podcast. If you uh, want to send us an, a suggestion of what movie to review, you can come find us there. Um, feel free to leave us a rating on Spotify hopefully five stars it would be really nice and it's very helpful but the most helpful thing you can do for us is telling your friends about us that's the best way we have to get out to new listeners Um, we always appreciate hearing from you and until next time we're opinionated thanks for listening